welcome back to Girls in a Pod, the podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on the daily. Accompanying me today, we have our lovely, lovely guest, Ana Fabiola Flores. She is going to be telling us and bringing us into her little life journey of coming into the U.S. and growing up here. Hi there, my name is Ana Fabiola Flores, and um, if you know me from school or work, I go by Ana, but my family calls me Fabi, Um, and so I am from El Estado de Mexico, and before anybody else says anything, um, no, no soy chilanga. Um, My family is actually like two hours south of La Ciudad de Mexico. My family and I moved here uh, in the summer of 1992, and I was only a year and a half old. So I've been in the U.S. now for about 30 years. Um, And yeah, so basically I'm the first born. Um, So when I moved here, I moved with my mom and uh, my dad was already here. We moved to a small town in Illinois because that's where, like, most of my family was. That's where you guys, like, went right away? Like, from coming from Mexico? Yeah, most of my mom and dad's side of the family kind of started coming to, you know, they'd all say Chicago, but it was, like, a small, small uh, little town. Um, You don't even consider it, like, suburbs of (laughs) Chicago because it's still, like, an hour, you know, away uh, away from Chicago. Um, but yeah, we all kind of moved there and I was just asking my parents to kind of like remind me like how, you know, it all happened. And um, my mom's side of the family, most of them were here before my dad's side. So then when my dad started coming out to work in mid 80s, um, he was actually staying with my mom's side of the family. Okay. Um, you know, they would rent him a little room. And then when I We, my mom and I came over, um, we started living at one of my aunt's house and we just shared a room, the three of us. Um, so, so your dad came here first and then you and your mom. Yes. So my dad started working here in the mid eighties. Um, and so that's kind of how my like immigration process started because in the eighties, in the mid eighties, um, Ronald Reagan had the whole yeah. like amnesty. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully to that, and my dad having that like record of working here, mm-hmm. um, he was able to then apply for my yeah. mom and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, that process took like eight years, I believe. Um, I don't know. Just the whole process mm-hmm. took a lot longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess it's case by case, but yeah. yeah. Um, what was your by, dad working as? So he was picking mushrooms out oh, okay. in the East Coast. But he was classified as like farmer, right? I, or something like that? Yeah, like I don't agri- know. Agri- At like agricultural work, work. Yeah. yeah. So um, he had the record that, yeah. you know, they were required to for them to apply mm-hmm. for a green card. And thankfully, um, his boss was super helpful. 
he always tells me he's like gracias a tony you know yeah. it was like an italian his italian like yeah. boss out there and um he was like super thankful for him for helping him through the process yeah. um but yeah i mean years after you know um i just remember like growing up and not until i got to high school that i was like for myself, I was like, oh, no, like, how am I going to go to college? Like, I'm, I'm not able to apply for financial aid or anything like that um, or even, like, get a driver's license. Like, I was already, like, 17, and, like, most of my friends had, you know, most of my friends had their driver's license or getting their driver's license. And I was like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I didn't I didn't want to be, like, you know, saying why. I was like, didn't pass the test. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Um, that was one of the struggles, and um, I just remember going in, and, like, by the time that I was in high school and I wanted to go take my test, like, I had gotten, like, paperwork that said that I was, technically I was here legally, but I just didn't have, like, a working Social Security number or anything like that. So I remember um, coming out of the DMV with my dad and just crying because they said that that paperwork was not enough like I had to wait until I got my actual social security so that card was like the first time you had that realization that you weren't here or yeah when was it like when I mean I feel like I always knew oh okay I, like I did I always knew um because my mom's side of the family was always traveling back and forth to okay. Mexico yeah and you always wondered why I you yeah couldn't. I was like yeah. I can't it's like can I will I ever be able to yeah. and my dad you know he'd be like yeah we just have to be patient like you and your mom will be able to go back um and at that time, too, like, my mom, I think it, it had been, like, 12 years that she hadn't seen her sisters. Um, so, and my grandparents. Um, so it, it, it was tough to see that because some of my family could go back and all that. So kind of, like, backtracking a little bit. But um, when I was growing up, um, so I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but I was in a uh, bilingual classroom when I first started school. And... Um, in kindergarten, I basically learned English because at home I was being taught Spanish by my parents. And I remember um, probably around like first grade, uh, one of my, she like, this, this girl came in as a new student, um, moved from Mexico. And my teacher, she you know, she goes up to me and says like, hey, Ana, um, what about, you know, you become Anna, Anna Banana because we have a new student and her name is Anna as well. So she'll be Anna Manzana. And I'm like, okay. So I thought that was kind of cute. Um, she's like, so we'll have her sit next to you. And then um, you just kind of help her out because, you know, her English isn't so, so good yet. Wait, at so, this time you were like already learning English or were you like I, more advanced on it? I, I probably had already learned it. I don't know. As a kid, I feel like, you, you know, you grasp onto things. Yeah. So by, you know, kindergarten. And I don't know, I guess first grade. Yeah, I was yeah. already like fluent enough to be helping out. Translating <laughs> yeah. to your parents. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. I, so I feel like, yeah, like that was me like growing up, like helping out my friend Anna. And then also my parents, like a lot of the times, like I was with them, like, you know, um, when we had to go to the doctor's appointments or like the bank or something, yeah. um, like, you know, she'd sit me up on the counter or something and like talk to the bank teller. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or like, um, and they would get mad when we wouldn't like say what, like 
know how to say. I mean, how do you, I just still don't know at 32 years, like, how do I know medical terms and financial terms? Like, I know, definitely I know. Hard. That was crazy. That was really crazy. And like, I don't think they understand to this point, like what we were doing. No, they're like, like, I'm like, no, it's like hard terms that I, as an eight year old, don't know how to tell you. So at this point, um, my family and I were in Illinois up until I was in third grade. And then we moved to probably the smallest town you can find in Wisconsin. Um, It's called Sharon, Wisconsin. It's a population of like maybe 1,500 now. When we got there, there was not that many people. Um, But so my dad actually got this opportunity because one of his family members told him about this like housing program for like lower income families um, could go and build a house. And like they all like, you know, with the help of like construction workers, like built their own house from the ground up. So that was really cool to see. Um, and I feel like my dad, like, you know, it was a big accomplishment for him because we were always living at someone else's home um, and renting from like family members but then this gave you guys heard of this program while living in illinois yeah yeah. so you guys would have how did they feel like about moving all the way like over here it's it's not even that far like we we really only moved 30 minutes we my parents live on the state line of uh illinois and wisconsin so it wasn't that big of a move really um you know my family always like oh you live in wisconsin now but it's really not that Mm -hmm. far from where we were um And the transition, I guess, wasn't that much either. Like where we lived in Illinois was a small town, you know, predominantly white community too. Um, Now it's a little more diverse. And then when we moved to Sharon, um, I mean, it was even, you know, like we were probably the only people of color that, you know, moved to the same street. So like, it's kind of funny how it all worked out. Like my, my, my dad bought this lot and then my uncles are actually my neighbors and then like down a couple houses as my dad's uncle so it's like the whole Flores family living on one street and we're like well back then when we moved in the early 2000s um we were like the only Hispanics probably in town so um now I think it's a little bit more diverse but yeah like growing up it was just like um I mean I like when I got to high school I was literally one of four Mexicans that graduated in my graduating class. So like crazy. mm -hmm. Did you ever like befriend one of your neighbors or something that wasn't family? Um, they were, I mean, they were really all family. There was only one other family that moved and they were like the sweetest people. They said, um, they were white and they're like, are you okay? Like moving into a neighborhood where it's, you know, you're like going to be living with Hispanics. Like that's all there is on that street. And they said, no, not a problem at all. And they're, like, the sweetest people. So, like, oh my God. yeah. And they still live there? They still live there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And yeah. They're, they're, like, really sweet. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember going to vacation Bible school with their kids and stuff. So it was it was nice growing up, like, in a small town. Like, I've always lived in a small town. Yeah. Um, when I, I, like, when I went to college, I remember, um, you know, meeting people. Everybody, I don't know why, I assumed that I was from Milwaukee. Yeah. But, like, I've never lived even in Milwaukee. Even you, Julie. Um, I made her drive a very far drive. Yeah. No, not not that far. I was coming from work. Um, but yeah, everybody just like always assumed that I was from Milwaukee or something. And I've never actually lived in Milwaukee. Um, always lived in a small town 
call myself small town girl because yeah. never ever have I lived like yeah in a big place like I remember having to drive to like if I ever wanted to go to the mall or anything I had to drive like 45 minutes and then I don't know if I just wanted to go to Walmart or something or Target or yeah. um, it was like a 20 25 minute drive yeah. so I've never like had that big city life yeah. um so did you like were your friends like were, were you did you go to high school around there yeah, yeah. So in the community that I grew up in, um, there was actually like one high school for the four surrounding towns because the towns were so small. Like I said, 1,500 people, um, four towns together went to the same high school. And like the population of my high school was, I think, like 500 when I graduated. Yeah, so it was a big high school? No, 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 like, no, like, I don't know. I feel like I've heard of like high schools being like 1500 students. Yeah. Mine was only 500, like oh, okay. total. Like yeah. my graduating class was 124 students. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how was like your high school experience? Um, so I guess like that for me, um, like growing up, I kind of go back to like when I was in elementary school, when I got to Sharon in third grade, like there wasn't a lot of people in my grade that you know, were Mexican or no Hispanics. Like there was no diversity. They were all white. So yeah, I had friends with like all my friends were white. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when I was in high school, um, I did have like one friend who was also like my neighbor. Um, so I actually, I forgot to mention her. Um, her and I were like buddies because like we were like the only two Mexicans in my in my town really and then she was a grade older than me so like she was my friend in high school but when I got to high school I had all these like friends that were white like mm -hmm. that's what I that's all I had <laughs> yeah. like there was no other Mexican girls in my grade really yeah. um so I um wait do, do you have any family at all in Milwaukee no family in Milwaukee nothing no just okay. friends but just friends ever, but you do have family in Illinois right mm -hmm. and do you go visit them often yeah yeah I not as often as I used to. Like, I remember when we first moved to Wisconsin, like, we would go back and forth, like, go and visit. Um, I remember my dad. He'd always, he, we'd be driving past our old house, and I'd start crying. Oh, my <laughs> He'd be like, yeah. why are you crying? Yeah. ¿Por qué lloras? I'm like, es que me acordé de mis amigas. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, God. yeah, we'd go back and visit, like, my my family. But, um... Yeah. And did you ever... Because I... I, when my parents got divorced, I moved with my mom and my stepdad to Oak Creek. And if you don't know Oak Creek, yes. it's the predominant white town, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And I ended up going to high school there for like a semester. I, okay. I went from like going to the most Hispanic mm -hmm. middle school and elementary school, yeah, which is St. Anthony, to then going to Oak Creek High. Okay. And it was a culture shock for me. But then, yeah. um, I don't know why those four years, well, I wasn't there four years. I went to Carmen for a while. Yeah. But I was living with my mom from like seventh grade till till like freshman year, almost like sophomore year of, of high school, right? Well, no, I was there for a while. And um, I made friends with a lot of white kids around, mm -hmm. around the neighborhood, right? And I started acting very like quote unquote white, white. right? Mm -hmm. And I would always get told by like other family members that this and that, or they would just be really mean to me. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not you're not Hispanic, you're not Mexican, yeah. like you act a certain way, you talk yeah. a certain way and stuff like this. 
but I was just talking, you know, yeah. I'm, like the way I'm talking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get like, it. 100%. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, like, what? Like, even my brother tells me. Mm-hmm. My brother had a more, like, Hispanic upbringing. Okay. So he talks more, así como tirado, like, more yeah. slangish and okay. more, like, I guess you can say, I don't know what you can call it, like, a, a good term for it, but he's like, why are you talking so proper? Why are you talking so white? And I'm like, yeah. that's just how I talk, you know? Yeah. So did you ever deal with anything? I had, I had, like, similar situation to me, like, or, like, happened to me because, like, I remember me and my, my sister, the one who's right after me, who are, like, two and a half years apart. Um, we have family in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And so when we would go visit, um, I think just it's really your environment that you grow up in, right? Like you were you were going to high school with a bunch of like white people. So I don't know, like the way you speak sometimes can change yeah. because of like and your you environment. Don't know it. You yeah. don't even know it. Yeah. And so me growing up like my whole life predominantly in a white community. And then when we would go visit my cousins in the East Coast, um, they like grew, did not grow up in like the same, you know, environment that we did. Like it was definitely more like urban yeah um obviously more more diverse than us and you could tell in the way we spoke um me and my sister would look at each other and be like we sound white (laughs) like we said it ourselves you know like because just like we'd use like dude or no no I don't know I don't know no there was there was I think that was like the word that we like we caught ourselves we're like dude this dude that and then they were using something else and it was like I don't know like yeah. urban you know yeah, like no, I get that. so it was just like we noticed that when we would go and visit my cousins out there yeah. and I'm like I don't know I, it, it felt a little funny but hey it, I it, it now that I you know go back and think about it it's just like the environment that you grow up in yeah no so it, it definitely is that, you know makes... but like as a kid you don't know that as mm-hmm. a kid, they don't know that right as a kid, like now I feel like everyone is self-aware to know that yeah like everyone was raised differently and grew, grew up differently right right but it's just crazy because I would even feel bad or feel like ashamed of myself you know mm-hmm. for talking that way or yeah like, talking a certain way but like I didn't, I try to like talk the way they talked, mm-hmm. and I felt it, really goofy. It was unnatural. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. My sister and I just noticed it, and it was just like, okay. I mean, that's just yeah how we talk. It's like, normal. can't help yeah, it. it happens. <laughs> yeah, um, and also like, I remember having a job. Like, I physically, you know, sometimes like if I do my hair a little bit later, like I don't know, I might look even like. I don't know, the way I dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, people have asked me, like, oh, what are you mixed with or mm-hmm. something? And I'm just like, oh, I'm full Mexican. And they're like, oh, you are? Okay. Oh, wow. And, like, I remember having, like, a coworker one time. She's like, oh, you're, like, I don't know, some. I think she saw my last name or something on the computer. And she's like, oh, you're Hispanic? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what's your, like, what's your other half? And I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, like, I think the way I spoke. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, the way I it looked a little bit. So I don't know. And then I feel like as I grew up, I experienced like different treatment from mm-hmm. like white people sometimes. Yeah. Better to my like, because I do have friends that grew up differently than me. And mm-hmm. I, I have friends that grew up very, very, very Mexican. Mm-hmm. And I feel, and they notice too that there's like different treatment or stuff like that. Or like there's more, um, what do you call it? What do you Favorite, call that? Not favoritism? But... Almost, almost okay. that, but like, almost as if like they're more willing to speak to you type of stuff you know Mm -hmm. but I don't think I don't think you you'd notice that if you don't like 
grow, like see someone like I experienced that with my siblings a lot. Yeah, because my siblings are super super Mexican, <laughs> but and they they talk very. I don't know how to explain the no. way they talk, but there's a certain way they talk. Yeah, they just, they just talk more like more. I don't know. I, I know what know you're what saying. I mean. Yeah, they, they got talk, a different flavor to their. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a whole different flavor, and I don't know, but yeah. Okay. I also feel that thanks to my dad, I was able to keep like my like level of Spanish really well. Um, he like something that really sticks with me that he told me growing up like constantly um, because he didn't ever want me to lose my Spanish. He said, "El que habla dos idiomas vale por dos," and so that's like always stuck with me. And like I've kind of had that pride to like, yeah, I want to keep learning my native language and like even like you know go above and beyond like growing up with my sister she probably hated me because <laughs> every time she would say something wrong I would like correct her and then her response was no me correctes and I was like that's wrong too but it was just it was like just me you know wanting to like I guess be perfect in Spanish or something like really just wanted to make sure that I was, you know, making my parents proud yeah. of, like, speaking the native language. And um, so, yeah, I am fluent in Espanol. Um, right now, <laughs> I just... doesn't want to speak. Right now, yeah, I'm just more comfortable <laughs> in English. But si hablo español, okay? Uh, Pregúntame you... algo, yo te respondo. <laughs> Let's just talk Spanish for now. Okay, okay. No, but, like, um, in high school, did you take Spanish class or anything? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was in um, Spanish for Spanish speakers. Yeah. Um, so more of like the grammar stuff, you oh, know. Okay. So that was actually a little difficult, I feel like, yeah, growing up because did it's you like. Did learn like the acentos and all that I stuff? I did. Yeah. Um, it was it was hard because I'm like, I don't know. I just speak the language. Like, I don't yeah. know where all these accents go I and know, stuff yeah. like, you know, but like me trying to be a perfectionist I was like okay I gotta learn this and so like sometimes like when I message you know my cousins from Mexico or whatever yeah, like little... I, yeah I try and add on where I think I I remember them they go <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like I, I did that and then like aside from that because like I already knew Spanish so I took two years of that and then I took French but um so je parle français on peut. <laughs> during my last year or like my junior senior year of high school um I, this, one of the struggles that I had was, you know, realizing that, um, I guess I didn't know where my path was going to go after high school because of the whole, um, like I still didn't have my green card at that point. And I was just like wondering, like, how am I going to do this? I'm not going to be able to get financial aid. I don't even know how to start the process. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I had like my counselors and stuff, but like, I don't know. I just... I don't Didn't, even think they knew, right? Yeah, like, because I don't that think point, they knew. It was really no. new, yeah. And then, like, I just didn't have that guidance. Like, no one in my family had gone to college. So that was really hard, I guess, for me. I actually um, ended up taking a break. Like, I took a semester off mm -hmm. after I graduated high school. Um, but, okay, so I guess let me backtrack. Like, I didn't have my green card up until like a year before I graduated high school. Okay. So thankfully like that came in yeah. and I was able to finally like apply a little mm -hmm. later, mm -hmm. um, you know, than all my classmates, but I was finally able to apply um, for financial aid. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like my 
foot in the door to college. Okay. Um, so I, you did end up getting financial aid. I did end okay. up getting financial aid. And then, um, you know, that was kind of like a relief for my parents too, because we didn't know how we were going to do it like financially. Um, and that kind of eased the whole process a little bit. Um, and then just, I kind of just learned as I, as I went, mm -hmm. you know, like asked the friends that I started yeah. to make, like, how'd you do this? How'd you mm -hmm. do that? You know? Um, because like, obviously my parents, they never went to college. Yeah. I'm the first one in my family really to go to college. Um, and so, um, and it was interesting going into college for me because like I mentioned previously, like I grew up in a predominantly white community. So for me going to Whitewater, which is still not like super diverse, um, for me, it was like such a culture shock. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so many people that are like, like me, you know, a lot of Latinos and like I joined Latinos Unidos and all of my friends really in college were Latino yeah. versus like growing up, they were all white. Yeah. So in college is when I really kind of like just expanded ex yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just learned about even like more Latino cultures. Um, and that's when you learned about Milwaukee, right? Literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think I had ever stepped foot in Milwaukee um, <laughs> at that point. Um, but yeah, like I just, it was really a culture shock. Like I remember meeting people that were from Milwaukee and they're like, oh, Whitewater, it's like so small and like not, a, yeah. not diverse at all. And yeah. for me, it was like the whole like it was opposite of what they were experiencing. Like for me, that was Did like. Did you ever tell them that? Like, oh, this is like crazy for me. I feel like I might have shared it for yeah, some people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like crazy for me to know, you know, but it's because I'm from Milwaukee. Yeah. A place with like tons of people, yeah. you know? Like, you know, I probably like shared it with like my close friends and mm -hmm. stuff. I'm like, for me, like this is like going out of my shell. Like this is like nothing compared to me growing up. Yeah. Like, you know, so I just made friendships that like. I don't know. I connected because of all our culture yeah. too. So that was really cool. Um, Did you, do you feel like you, um, you learn more about yourself? Like of that side? I, just, I feel like I realized to like appreciate my culture. Like I love my culture. Like I was a part of Latinos Unidos and then mm -hmm. it, I was a part of like a dance group called Alma uh -huh. and we like presented in front of, you know, um, like at events at the university and we would dance and like, mm -hmm. I just love my culture. So I feel like I joined those organizations because yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I love just dancing and yeah. I'm like, okay, let's, let's go perform. You know, like I performed Azteca dance. Mm -hmm. Um, I even did like a Colombian dance at one point, like even new cultures, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was really like a cool experience for me because I had never seen that. Mm -hmm. And, um, how did your, did you ever tell your parents about, like, your experience in college? Um, I feel like I would, like, mention stuff. Yeah, like, I remember just, like, mentioning to them, like, oh, I meant some, like, I don't know, like, I, mentioned, I had friends that were, like, Dominican, right? And I'm like, how is it, like, Dominican and Venezuelan? And, like, I'm like, they speak Spanish, but when they speak Spanish, like, casi no les entiendo. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's so funny like funny i don't know Wait, so it was, like, like your first time meeting like dominican people and like, yeah oh like i legit That's like crazy. did not meet i'm telling you i like grew up with just a yeah. predominantly white community there was nothing of nothing like i was one of four to graduate my class yeah. and then i was going to school i mean still in the classrooms like it was predominantly white at whitewater yeah. but like outside of the classroom like i was meeting people that were just like me like yeah. latinos of all sorts and yeah, yeah and so were your parents very um like not that they have on salir like mucho or like 
did you ever like like when you started going like in outer cities or Milwaukee like I mean yeah they've always been you know like the Mexican parents are like super protective yeah. like I'm obviously their firstborn too so like it was hard for them to like let you go fly, of me yeah and like fly. like like I went to school in Whitewater mm-hmm. and Whitewater from where my parents live and you know where I was living it's only like a 40 minute drive yeah. so they're like you can commute and I'm like mm, I don't know I kind of want to go and experience and like do yeah. college yeah. and live on campus and all of so that so I did yeah okay. so yeah it was it was a whole experience just like yeah. becoming an adult and like meeting people yeah and, so um, how was like your first bit what was the first time you came to Milwaukee? To Milwaukee? Ooh, I don't remember when that was, no. but I guess I was probably in college because I was dating a guy who was going to mm-hmm. UWM. Oh, okay. so yeah, I would come out here often and stuff. Oh, okay, so. but mm-hmm. like it wasn't um, like a whole different like like from growing up in the small town and then mm-hmm. coming here. Was it like a like what is this? Oh well, no, because you would go to Illinois. I'm over here thinking that you were restricted to this one little town. <laughs> No, like, I was going out and about, like, exploring different areas. So, like, I could, you know, see it. I, I was like, wow, yeah, like, Milwaukee, you know, it's like a bigger city and um, it's more diverse. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I got to see that. And... Yeah. Have you ever thought about living down here? <sighs> no, like, I definitely like my small towns. Okay. Like, yeah. now I live in a small town, too. And I just i am closer to, like, you know, Brookfield area, yeah. which is, like, more populated and has stuff to do well i'm like an hour drive from them yeah yeah but i like it out here like because i am kind of closer to milwaukee so if i do want to come out you know it's it's, yeah so but yeah like very different from where what like where i grew up okay so um yeah graduating out of college like that was kind of a difficult time for me because um I, you know, I worked a few different jobs. I graduated with my, like, communications degree, and I didn't really end up using it. I was, you know, still kind of, like, lost, I guess, in what I wanted to do. Um, I went into, like, medical interpreting, and then I did banking. And then I, like, at some point in my life, I was like, all right, I'm not happy with, like, my everyday job. Like, I need to just find something that I enjoy. And I feel like I just I had that realization that I had only gone to college because I wanted to make my parents proud. Um, so after, you know, a couple like re- times of researching um, and like just like really digging in, like what did I want, what I wanted to do, um, I ended up choosing beauty school. And I'm really happy I did that. Like it took me a little while to make that decision because I was like, oh, no, like, what are my parents going to say or what, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, I feel like they want me to be happy. And so, like, I went back to school. I told them I was going to go back to school. And my parents have always been, like, super supportive. Mm-hmm. But I feel like also being, like, that first, like, the oldest child, yeah. too. Like, they you want you to be, like, a suited up mm-hmm. person, right? Yeah, like, like set that yeah. example. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean – that was kind of like a struggle. And I feel like we all kind of have that. And especially if like you're the oldest child too, like you don't have anybody to like help guide you make those decisions. And um, I mean, you're 18 years old too. Yeah. How do you, how do you know what you want to do? Like and at that age, you feel like super <laughs> old and ready, but like, yeah, it's just crazy, you know? Mm. Yeah.